RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. There are calls for monthly subsidies and spending vouchers ahead of the next week's budget, despite the the finance minister earlier signalling there'll be no more sweeteners. Long queues form outside COVID-19 testing centres as long-shuttered businesses prepare to reopen on Thursday. And the Burmese military deploys extra troops and tanks in cities across Myanmar amid signs of an increasingly hard line against the protests that have followed the coup. Labour unions and other groups are calling for monthly subsidies and spending vouchers ahead of next week's budget, despite the finance minister earlier signalling there'll be no more sweeteners. Joanne Wong reports. Labour unionists want the government to set up a fund for the unemployed during the pandemic. Speaking on an RTHK program, Bill Tang of the pro-Beijing Federation of Trade Unions said he expected the unemployment situation to worsen after the Lunar New Year. He proposed the government pay up to $9,000 per month for six months to those who were forced to stop working due to the pandemic. On the same program, Meng Siu Tat of the pro-democracy Confederation of Trade Unions accused the government of only helping businesses but not workers. He said the government should provide 80% of a worker's normal pay capped at $16,000 for six months. Separately, the honorary chairman of the Hong Kong Small and Medium Enterprises Association, Danny Lau, said the government's previous anti-epidemic support, the Employment Support Scheme, had helped some businesses that hadn't been facing great difficulty during the pandemic. He also told RTHK that cash handouts wouldn't help the economy as people would save the money. Instead, he said the government should hand out vouchers to encourage people to consume. COVID testing centres across Hong Kong are virtually fully booked for the next few days as restaurants prepare to extend dining in hours and businesses such as gyms, cinemas and massage parlours prepare to reopen on Thursday. The government has said all staff at such venues must have a negative COVID-19 test result, but that workers have until the 25th of this month to get tested. Samantha Butler reports. The rush to get tested comes after the government last Wednesday announced the relaxation of some social distancing measures, provided staff are tested for the coronavirus every two weeks and the government's contact tracing app is used. At a testing centre in Tunmun, several dozen people had already formed a queue ahead of the centre's opening at 9am. A restaurant worker said he'd been unable to book and had queued up for walk-in services yesterday but hadn't been able to get a slot. The government has said the relaxation of the measures still depends on the COVID-19 situation here remaining stable. Restaurants will be able to op- will be able to offer dine-in services until 10 p.m. instead of the current 6 p.m. and four people will be allowed at each table instead of two. The Burmese military has deployed extra troops and tanks in cities across Myanmar amid signs of an increasingly hard line against the protests that have followed their coup. They've sent more police to one centre of daily demonstrations, the Sule Pagoda in central Yangon. But fresh protests are being reported in the north of the city. Here's the BBC's Charles Haviland. Armoured vehicles are now deployed in Burmese cities for the first time since the February the 1st coup. But after hundreds of thousands demonstrated against the junta on Sunday, protest leaders have called for more strikes and civil disobedience. With the internet cut off and night curfews now in place, protesters fear more arrests and have been setting up barricades and staging patrols to try to stop that happening. In Myanmar's battle for democracy, neither side is lowering the temperature. 
Bill Gates has said in a BBC interview that solving climate change will require the world's biggest ever innovation effort. The philanthropist and billionaire founder of Microsoft said that by comparison, tackling coronavirus was easy. Climate change will cause far more deaths, over five times as many per year by the end of the century. But it requires innovation across the entire physical economy, changing steel plants, cement plants, electricity, transport. So if we achieve getting to zero, it'll be the most amazing thing humanity has ever done. Mr Gates also said that at present humanity was releasing 51 billion tonnes of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere each year. And that figure must be zero within 30 years. Google has struck an agreement with an Australian media company that will see the tech giant pay to host news material. The deal with Seven West Media, which publishes the Perth-based West Australian newspaper, is the first of seven such arrangements Google is expected to make in Australia in the face of the planned law that would compel big tech companies to pay to host Australian news content. You're listening to the news. The time is five minutes past one. Catalan separatist parties have increased their representation in the semi-autonomous Spanish region's assembly following an election sparked by a low turnout because of the coronavirus pandemic. With almost all the votes counted, the three separatist parties have won more than 50% of the votes for the first time. Pere Aragones, who represents Esquerra Republicana de Catalunya, said the voice of the people must be heard. Sit and talk. I would like to send a message to European authorities. The results are clear. We, the pro-independence parties, have a majority. We have reached more than 50% of the popular vote. The Catalan people have spoken. The time has come to negotiate a referendum of self-determination. Japan's Nikkei share index has risen above the 30,000 benchmark for the first time in 30 years. Stocks have finally regained ground lost in the crash of the late 80s and early 90s and the subsequent decades of economic stagnation. It's hoped a further sign of global rebound from the recession caused by the pandemic. Sport now, and Manchester United's stuttering Premier League title challenge suffered another blow in a 1-1 draw at struggling West Brom. United have dropped points in five of their last seven league games to allow Manchester City to pull seven points clear with a game in hand. Their solitary point nudged Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's men back above Leicester City into second place on goal difference. He said United need to keep putting pressure on their rivals. Disappointed, obviously. We want to... Uh get the three points on the board, challenge the teams in front of us or, and uh, we gave ourselves a difficult start uh, of course when you go 1-0 down uh, after a, a minute. Let's just build momentum, win games and put uh, City under pressure. They, they're in uh, great form but we're not going to give it away of course. It looks like uh, us and Leicester we need to uh, put up a fight. Arsenal forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang hit a hat-trick in Arsenal's 4-2 win against Leeds at the Emirates Stadium. Gunners boss Mikel Arteta felt his team handled their opposition well. Very, very happy with the performance, especially in the first half against a, a fantastic team that they make life so difficult for you and, and they really put some really high demand in, in every action, whether it is with or without the ball. I think we handled and read the situations really well and, and created some big problems to them. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Wolves came from a goal down at half-time to beat Southampton 2-1 and Josh Meyer scored twice on his full debut as struggling Fulham beat Everton 2-0. 
At the Australian Open Tennis, Daniel Medvedev brushed aside Mackenzie McDonald 6-4-6-2-6-3 to reach the quarterfinals and extend his winning streak to 18 matches. The fourth-seeded Russian won his first career five-set match in the third round. Jessica Pegula continued her dream run with a 6-4-3-6-6-3 win over fifth seed Elena Svitolina to set up an all-American quarterfinal against Jennifer Brady, who beat Croatia's Donna Vekic in straight sets. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have announced that they are expecting their second child later this year. A spokesperson for Prince Harry and Meghan said the couple are overjoyed and are looking forward to the arrival of a little brother or sister for their first son, Archie. Here's the BBC's Johnny Diamond. For months there has been gossip and speculation, now there is confirmation. Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, is pregnant again. Last year she wrote of how she had lost a child to miscarriage. Her grief and that of her husband, Prince Harry, was rawly reported. Now comes the news that another child is on the way. They will be eighth in line to the throne. The Duchess's first pregnancy was kept pretty quiet. The same can be expected this time around. No further details, say their spokesman, will be released. Back to sports. West Brom remained second from bottom and 12 points from safety after their, after their game yesterday. Their manager, Sam Allardyce, felt his side did enough to take all three points. We had far more clear-cut chances and far better chances than they did today. Unfortunately... We didn't convert more than the one we had. In fact, the one we converted was the hardest chance we created. Man United only achieved uh, one shot on target, and unfortunately that was a goal for them. But I have to say, what a brilliant goal and what a brilliant volley. And to end the news, the top stories once again. There are calls for monthly subsidies and spending vouchers ahead of the next week's budget, despite the finance minister earlier signalling there'll be no more sweeteners. Long queues form outside COVID-19 testing centres as long-shuttered businesses prepare to reopen on Thursday. And the Burmese military deploys extra troops and tanks in cities across Myanmar amid signs of an increasingly hard line against the protests that have followed their coup. That's the news from RTHK. Thanks, Barry. Very good afternoon to you. This is James Ross with a specially extended holiday version of Morning Brew through until two o'clock. Then it'll be Carolyn Wright and Co. Through till six.